Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hmm? Ah. Oh. Um... Time to fuck shit up! Oh my god! Uh, I'm so in denial. It doesn't feel like the end is uh, quite so nice. Hey Zed Heads, welcome to the podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Lucy. And this is the Walking Dead cast episode 490. And this episode we're going through your feedback for The Walking Dead season 11 episode 22, Faith. We got 497 messages. We got 99 <laughs> problems and these messages are one. <laughs> Before we get into it, um, me and Daphne and Wendy interviewed Bruce Miller, the the showrunner of Handmaid's Tale yesterday and um he likes our podcast or so he says and I believe him um <laughs> which is really super flattering and I told him you know our we love doing that podcast and on our whole network we cover a bunch of shows and aside from our flagship podcast the walking dead cast it's our it, we get the most downloads for Handmaid's Tale and he goes oh yeah I listened to your Walking Dead podcast too he goes I've never seen the show but I, everything <laughs> I know about it is from you guys <laughs> oh god so I'm like so it's like... probably a less goofy show than you think it is <laughs> yeah it's actually quite harrowing like bad shit happens and we're just like god damn it <laughs> anyway if you're listening Bruce we love you and that was a great interview thank you <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to listen. I might listen, even though I don't watch the show. I might listen. Yeah, you're like, you don't watch Walking Dead. I don't watch Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's been so good. It's been it's been amazing. But let's yeah. get into the listener feedback. Uh, Pake Allen says, "When one Hornsby dies, a Luke returns." I hope Lucy <laughs> is happy with this development, as clearly they did it only to appease her wrath. I agree, Pig. And yes, I'm very happy. Thank you for asking. Thank you, AMC. Good job. <laughs> I've got Angela Kang tied up in my basement and it's all fine. <laughs> With the typewriter. Uh, yep. Diana Driscoll says, as soon as Luke came out of the woods, I yelled, Lucy! <laughs> She's lost a Hornsby but gained a Luke for now. Oh, 
Thanks, Diana. <laughs> um, Alex Van Daver says, Eugene is doing the hero thing really well, but seriously, why isn't Max stepping up? She just watched that kangaroo court and said nothing. Love that Mercer scene at the end. About time. Yeah, yeah. Max is the kind of person that just like throws a pebble in the pond and then steps back and waits to see what's yeah. going to happen. Uh, Mariah Mueller says the last line, which was, it's time to fuck shit up, reminded me of Rick in the train car at Terminus. Totally. I jumped up and started clapping. Mercer's my hero. Yay. Yes. Um, Dobolino Bob Grippy says, looks back, baby. <laughs> the very last line of dialogue said by Mercer, totally and completely improvised and probably the best line of the entire season. Agree. Agree. Yeah. That's such a good decision to pick that line pick his reading and i love that like i'm glad they give him chance to improvise a little sometimes because sometimes what's written on the page is fine but when you feeling into the energy of the moment Mm -hmm. you can find something even better like i mean this is silly but like at the end of the walking dead cast we always say don't get bit and we say the name of somebody but for some of our other podcasts we pick a line from the show or something funny to put at the end but sometimes i'm just not feeling that and i'll say whatever comes into my head you know like you know because you do improv and then it's better (laughs) it's more it's more natural you're more in it you know yeah yeah uh, Penny Lennox says, I found myself literally sitting on the edge of my seat, fists clenched as the tension mounted higher and higher, right up until that phenomenal last line. I forgive the herky jerky pacing of last week to get to this. Ellie yeah. Simmons. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Penny <laughs> Lennox. Uh, Ellie Simmons says, Luke, Daryl and Connie, <laughs> time to fuck shit up Mercer. I, I mean, it, the way it's written, it looks like trying to fuck shit up Mercer, which is like, <laughs> different right. that's a whole different kind of meaning. both are good both are good i mean god i'm yeah. picturing that now uh. <laughs> <laughs> ashley edward wolf says this may be my favorite episode so far of this group time to fuck shit up hands down the best line of the episode heart mercer oh wait no she says love mercer it's so hard to wrap my head around the fact that there's only two episodes left mm-hmm. i'm so glad the finale is 90 minutes yeah the finale's 90 minutes Oh, amazing. So, uh, it's like a movie. It is good to wrap it up, but I'm also kind of stressing about that because that means we only have a half an hour for our podcast. So I'm uh, oh. <laughs> afterwards. So I'm trying to get it extended, but the guy's giving me a little grief because then he won't get to do another show afterwards. So, uh, we'll yeah, but we're really important. So yeah, that's why I keep telling him. <laughs> Nate Pacini says, I'm sure this is too late for the recording of the listener feedback show. Well, Nate, it wasn't. Um, but, al- <laughs> but although I enjoyed the episode, I feel like we were ignoring the fact that Annie and Negan were sent to separate camps when they arrived. Did we miss their reunion here at this work camp? The answer to this, I believe, is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember. Um, I don't really care all that much. But I mean, I figure they just kind of sh- shove them off to different places. And then they I think they brought them all back to... Um, Actually, here's what I think it was. I think they had different jobs that day, mm-hmm. but then everybody came back to Outpost 22, Alexandria. Yeah. I think Alexandria is like the, the hostel where they're all staying yeah, and everyone exactly. else has different Very jobs. Very hostile, hostile. Steve mm-hmm. Barr says, so are y'all cool with a variant walker conveniently getting knocked to the ground, spotting a knife on the ground in the middle of a herd at night and picking it up? Because that's the sort of thing these writers are doing with variant walkers. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll allow it. 
I take your point, but also I'm in it. <laughs> uh, Nails Cordes says, you know, it's been nice having your in-depth discussions elevate what has to me been a sloppily written season. But now I realise it also feels pretty great hearing you two criticise all these things. Thin, lazy writing. Silly. Just for drama. Mm-hmm. On air. I'm still confident they'll manage a great ending. The last few pages of the comic are a great template, so don't mess this up. Yes, Nils, agree. Yeah, I mean, we we try to be honest. I, I mean, the point of this podcast isn't to pick the show apart but if there's stuff we don't like then we try to be honest but i kind of agree with what someone said just a couple messages back i already forgot who it was but i can forgive a lot you know if there's great moments then yeah Yeah. like there has been all throughout good stuff that makes me feel it doesn't ruin my enjoyment of the show when things Mm. aren't perfect that's what's absolutely yeah Kelly Burgess says, even though there was a lot of jumping around, I did like this episode better than the last one. Felt like it moved things along better. Ready to be done with the Commonwealth. I mean, we're almost done with the whole series. Can't believe that there's only two episodes left. Has me feeling a bit anxious about how it will end. Looking forward to hearing your coverage and especially hearing Lucy be thrilled to see Luke's return. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, everyone's so invested in my emotional journey. I'm really like touched by this. What if it was Um, me and like, fawning over two of the women in the show oh i love maggie she's my wife <laughs> you'd get such and bad like, reviews you're a fucking creepy asshole <laughs> whereas i'm adorable <laughs> i know you are i get work? away with it i'm like oh, hey well. it's because i'm so sweet <laughs> i think um, it's cute yeah. i have to admit if you did it you'd be like it would be like oh my god who's this pedo <laughs> <laughs> um right anywho nathan eshelman nathan thank you for such a good quiz the other weekend um (laughs) where i beat jason i might add (laughs) we haven't mentioned that that enough um nathan says seeing luke made me wonder about other people we haven't seen in a while like where's virgil oh god virgil i forgot he existed virgil Um, (laughs) himself but we only remember the bad stuff what did he do again he was a hero. He like saved Connie or helped. Oh, that know, episode Connie was cool. To be house. fair, yeah. yeah, that was cool. Okay, <laughs> fine. I retract. But we don't um, know where he is. No, we have no idea. Nathan <laughs> says, if we get to see a peaceful moment in Alexandria by the end of the series, I hope we get little flashes of characters like Scott doing something in town. It would be a nice little bookend for the oh, side yeah. characters who were always in the background throughout the years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would love to see uh, Scott and. I, Virgil may have died and we forgot. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> we're like, uh, we don't know where Kristen Halberg says, Yay! wow, there's so much happening on this show right now. I'm afraid of how it's all going to wrap up the last decade of our lives. Totally. Mm. I know. A uh, concern I'm having right now is leaving Walking Dead proper on cliffhangers to promote spinoffs. Personally, this is the original show and needs a proper ending, not to be used as a launch pad for AMC. But I digress. Is anyone else having this worry slash concern? Other than that, the show's excellent right now. We're loving every minute. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Just need Rick Yay. to make it perfect. Couldn't have said that better myself. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, they've tried to stress that everybody's getting an ending and they understand that we want a satisfying ending. So I think they're going to try their best not to make it feel like just a launch pad, but I think it is going to have to be kind of a launch yeah. pad too so hopefully they could do both somehow it's gonna have to do two things isn't it um yeah, yeah. oh Kristen, in your honor we fat to the fans which i know is Kristen's favorite line from the walking dead so there we go uh nils is back nils cordes says <laughs> <laughs> but it's about this week's episode so that's cool yeah, that's um 
I liked last week's episode. Maybe it's because Jim Barnes fashioned a small story with just a few locales but actual emotions. This week it's back to convenient coincidences. Maggie finds Herschel. Common Trooper with sick brother. Everyone's conveniently in Alexandria. Again, the Daryl ex machina. And it looks like all this hoopla about Oceanside is going to remain off screen, as has most of Yumiko's lawyering. Nah. <laughs> it's so much plot with so little substance. I miss my Walking Dead. Remember Judge Jury Executioner? Those were the stakes. At least, though... Look, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. I remember the title, Judge Jury Executioner. Was that that was, was that the Randall one? Yeah, that was like everyone oh, voting God. in the hated that. Cottage. This is so much better. <laughs> oh <laughs> I God, even, like, why? About that. Damn God, it, Nils, so. Nils, why'd you bring <laughs> Nils, that up, why'd Nils? You have to bring it down. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, Scott Carl Witham says, "Absolutely sick of Negan. The episode just didn't do it for me. We're seriously running out of time, and we wasted episode on Eugene's trial and bloody Negan trying to become a martyr." I'm almost thinking of not watching the last two. Oh, come on, you're gonna watch it. As, <laughs> it's looking less and less likely that Rick will be coming back. Finishing the show, Negan Heavy and Without Rick is symbolic of the downfall of The Walking Dead as a popular series. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. It's everything that went wrong with the show. P.S. I was really conflicted when they pulled Annie from the group. I had a sick, sick feeling in my stomach at the thought of them shooting her. But I, I honestly think this is the only way Negan can ever have karma for what he did. Ah. Mm. Well, who cares? We about did that? talk about I mean, that a bit on the main pod, Scott. It's an interesting the, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan Dively Lehman says, Oh boy, Mercer got the quote of the night, didn't he? I think he's had an endgame in plan for a while. Yes, I agree. And that's why he's been so steadfast in resisting our character's moral and emotional pleas. I will never see an episode featuring the Alexandria sewer tunnels and not get worked up about how unrealistic it would be for a small community to have massive tunnels like that. But they sure do come in handy. Hurrah! It's looking jewels! When the Lord closes a horny or hornsby door, Mm -hmm. somewhere he opens a loving on look window eh Lucy I can only agree Uh, finally I think it was just a tad towards melodramatic but still very effective that Negan had to experience a lineup like he put our group through complete with a sympathetic expecting couple in peril and Klieg lights I I guess those are just spotlights I'm gonna google it (laughs) thank you (laughs) Megan that was lovely thank you about Mercer having an endgame plan for a while, you were saying that last week, and I was disagreeing with you. And then I watched yeah. the the like end thing where Angela King mm-hmm. talks about the episode, and I think she said something about him having been working behind the scenes or something like that. So yep. I'm like, okay, then the episode didn't make sense because they spent so much time making it seem like he was having to struggle with whether to do something and then finally decided to when he heard Eugene's speech. So I don't there know. That's, I think you're right, but it makes me like the episode a little less. He's grudging us, Megan. He's grudging us our rightness. <laughs> I will also say a Klieg light is an intense carbon arc lamp, especially used in filmmaking. So I've learned something today. So thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Probably one of those big circular <laughs> yeah, ones, big, you know. Yeah. Uh, Gemma Hall says, I loved it. I was on the edge of my seat. The leader guy was a bit comical, but I think he was meant to be a reflection of Negan. And Negan knows that. You're right that if we didn't know about the spinoffs, I would have been screaming when Negan was on his knees. I did hold my breath when Annie was pushed down. Pam was like recent celebrity who couldn't shed a tear during a trial. Mm. (laughs) Cringy. I love Mercer's line at the end. I do think he had a long game, though, and knew he had to keep quiet at the trial because if he lost his position of power, he could never stop Pamela if he was in jail. 
Yeah, maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Rosita and Walker chewing the guy's face off was gross. I couldn't watch. It reminded me of Beta shoving a whisper at Alpha's Walker. Head. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's been done a few times, I guess. The music was also great in the episode, like a thriller. Loved Negan's smirk. Only two more episodes left. Why, God, why? <laughs> oh, because God is cruel. God is so when cruel. When it comes to the Walking the Dead. Um, Carolyn said I really enjoyed this one Pamela's testimony was infuriating to watch and I wanted to smack that smirk right off her face when she got off the stand I screamed when Luke appeared on screen and I'm so glad he's back for the final episodes Carolyn, we're best friends Uh, not gonna lie, I was worried for everybody in this episode except Negan Mm -hmm. Um, I was preparing (laughs) myself to see pregnant Annie shot and killed as the ultimate karmic consequence but I'm very glad that didn't happen Ezekiel was able to provide the spark of hope that is so desperately needed for the group oh i hadn't thought about that they kind of both did what they set out to do eugene uh eugene ezekiel did give them hope in that moment yeah yeah um cara continues i'm ready to see the gang take back alexandria in the words of mercer time to fuck shit up also steve's comment reminded me how much i hated the scene with the walker falling on the ground and somehow gripping a knife i rolled my eyes hard i just don't like where this is going i can maybe understand the instinct and ability to climb or hit things with their fists but ugh. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, do you think Annie's going to survive the finale? I think it more than I did, but yeah. I'm still not convinced. I think, I mean, somebody had suggested maybe the spinoff will involve Maggie and Negan, like if Annie gets captured or something and, and Herschel too, and they have to go save mm. them or something like that. I could see that. But uh, I, see I that. mean, a lot of times... Uh, another wrinkle to this whole thing about a character just being a tool for someone else's character progression. A lot of times the characters brought on for that, but if they get to stick around, then later they get developed more, you know? Yeah. Like Jerry. I mean, I don't know if Jerry's exactly like that, but he was just kind of the guy sitting next to Ezekiel. For a oh long yeah. And now he's Comic our relief. beloved. He's so good too. I'm I think so he wasn't even him. an actor. I think he was like a, like a, key grip or somebody working on set you know cooper andrews i'm so worried about him really oh <laughs> i'm so worried about oh, jerry it's no. keeping me up at night he's Don't, beautiful no they won't kill jerry they won't kill jerry they couldn't they he's, couldn't that's just like stabbing us in the heart at the last minute that is like taking out like a freaking golden retriever and just being like i'm just gonna shoot this in front yeah <laughs> thank you for watching the walking dead bang yeah the puppies now please watch our now. spinoffs <laughs> I know, watch our spin-offs as the puppy is like bleeding out and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> why? <laughs> oh boy, that's so much fun. Uh, yeah. Kier Hinson says, <laughs> the episode was picking up speed just when it ended. <laughs> Sorry. It was upsetting to see the Alexandria windmill. Windmill? Windmill pot- potmarked? What? pot marked windmill pot marked with the remnants of executions yeah the commonwealth is so quick to expend lives people are a resource on that note i did hold my breath during the kneeling scene well not at first i went from my dead heart not feeling any sympathy for negan to then actually tensing up for ezekiel and kelly hard i feel (laughs) yeah yeah i feel frustrated because i have at times liked him as a flawed character with this complicated relationship to our group However, what I haven't enjoyed is this rehabilitation tour the writers have been forcing this season. The intentional mirroring of Glenry, even down to an ultrasound scene with his pregnant wife, and repeatedly reminding us he's going to be a father, has been heavy-handed and mostly unearned. 
Yeah, yep. all that happened off screen. All of a sudden, he's this yep. great family man after like an, being gone for an episode. It's leaving me concerned how they will manage a satisfying finale for all the characters. I actually care about uh, all the characters I actually care about that aren't getting spinoffs. I'm holding on to faith. <laughs> nice. Yep. I yep. mean, did you know? Did you know that Negan's wife is pregnant? They don't mention it much. <laughs> I I uh, I probably have said this more than once, but I like the Negan. Any relationship more than most people i think it's mm. it's interesting to see and i think they have great chemistry so anyway she is pregnant as well which is that's true yeah times. we don't we didn't know that yeah we didn't know that <laughs> hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus um bob oak says i really like this episode i like the tension and drama i like seeing our crew come together to face overwhelming odds and i love court drama shows so i was all in for eugene's trial i really like how they are slowly increasing the evil in Milton. It's been a very slow burn. Oh god, what do you see next week? Uh, Lance has been the focus of evil since we met the Commonwealth and not Pamela. So having her make a deal with our crew and not honouring her end but turning their homes into enslavement camps instead, that's dark and evil. And it gives our crew no choice but to stamp her out. Otherwise, with all her resources, they will never be free. But to be me, but to be me, but to me, the best part of this episode was Ezekiel stepping up to the leader and hero we know him to be. This was Ezekiel stepping back into his kingdom. This story isn't about Negan trying to martyr himself. It's about Ezekiel who lost his confidence and himself when he lost the kingdom and got sick. He steps out in front of sure death and inspires others to do the same. That is a next level leader right there. And we haven't seen this from Ezekiel in forever. So with three episodes left, the writers made a point of bringing Ezekiel back to who he was always meant to be. I, for one, was here for it. The clumsy writing didn't bother me at all as I got to see Ezekiel finally have his moment of greatness again. Oh my God. After hearing your email, Bob, it makes me realize that Ezekiel's not going to last past the finale. Oh God, I know I'm super emotional right now and I'm like, oh fuck, fuck. (laughs) I I was just thinking, yeah, Bob, it's great that they're giving Ezekiel something to do at the end of the series here. That's such a good, (laughs) that's sure nice. I hope they give him a a chocolate or something. (laughs) He's, he's a dead man walking. I, I, I've not seen, of course, the finale, but I I seriously think he's an honor now after hearing all that. (laughs) Oh God. But it is great to see him having more stuff to do lately, but you Mm -hmm. know how that works on the walking dead. And still he smiles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Your turn. Okay, I'm sorry. Lisa Edmondson Walker says, Luke. It sounds like Aunt Beru on Luke. Star Wars. Luke. <laughs> At least they didn't have to go all the way to Oceanside to find out it was lost. Well, so what? They only had to, because we care about them not having to travel too far? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to waste the resources. <laughs> right. This episode had my stomach in knots the whole time, wondering who was going to die and where they're hiding the rest of the kids. Eugene seemed pretty doomed until the last awesome line from Mercer. Eugene's mm-hmm. come such a long way over his character arc, and I'd hate to see him end up dying now that he's finally gotten brave. I'm hoping that enough people in the Commonwealth see through Pamela's bullshit and want her out, but they may just want to keep enjoying ice cream. 
Mm. They want to enjoy ice cream with somebody else. Uh, the moment in Alexandria with Negan and Annie had me worried for Annie and ugh, even a bit for Negan until I remembered his plot armor. Yeah. As anxious as I was during this episode, how am I going to feel for the last two episodes? So she capitalized last two episodes. So glad I will be watching the very last one with a group in San Francisco. Woo. Woo. Oh, and the very Walker falling and grabbing the knife had me thinking, what the fuck? I can understand variants wanting to climb or enter a room to get to a human, but why would falling and grabbing a knife on the ground be an instinctive move? Don't get bit or stabbed. Stabbed? <laughs> because, I don't know, they remember, knife hurt people. Yeah, maybe he was a stabby guy. <laughs> uh, Wyman Owen says, okay, I'm hopping on this post. Oh my fucking God, that was an amazing episode. My favorite of the last eight for sure. Key moments right out of the gate. Luke, Lucy, <laughs> did you see? It's Luke. Did you, did you notice? I did notice. <laughs> I did notice. I was like, oh, who's that guy again? Oh yeah, he was in this. I remember he? him vaguely. Oh, hey girl. Um, <laughs> was so good to finally have him back. The scenes with Daryl and Connie in the sewer was fantastic. The vegetation walker was very cool. Powerful moment. Alexandria, when King Ezekiel stood in front of Annie, well, that Negan guy happened to be there too, and everyone joining him. I was fearful someone was going to get shot. Then the trooper, I'm going to call him Finn from Force Awakens, <laughs> mutinied. Woot! Then Eugene thinking he was being led to his death. To have Mercer stand in front of him, I can't wait for them to fuck shit up. And where are the children? Probably hanging out with Rick, I don't know. This episode has me pumped up and filled with adrenaline for the final two. Let's go! Yeah, yeah it seems like the kids are why would they not just be there that's weird angela king says we'll find out so we'll find out okay carolyn b says so number one we've been talking about their daryl's kids not rick and michonne's anymore etc however did you see the passion from rosita to find coco yes mm. that's parenting Happy to see Daryl and Connie hanging out, but he wasn't beside himself to find his kids. No one even asked about Judith or RJ. I did kind of mm -hmm. notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two, where's Shira? I was waiting for Magna and Princess and boom, got them in this episode. But I keep waiting for Shira to redeem herself with the Eugene storyline. I'm pretty sure she's dead, mm -hmm. right? We don't know that. We know that the, the dude Roman's died, dead. but we don't know about Shira, yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe she'll yeah. pop up in these last two. I don't know if she's going to redeem herself, though. She's... Dad doesn't have enough time for that kind she of character a mean development. Face. <laughs> Three, my little niggle. I really need to know who dropped the list of names under Connie's apartment door all those episodes ago. I'm sure there are many more plot holes that won't wrap up, but for some reason, I hold hope that that one will. So close to the end, Carolyn B. I think it was RJ. Yeah, definitely RJ. Probably. He's crucial to the plot going forward. Here. Here, mama, I'm here. <laughs> Kirsty says, this episode had some enjoyable moments. The return of Luke, Maggie and Carol sneaking into Alexandria, the climbing Zed picking up the knife, but again suffered from some bad writing. The Domino Gleason lookalike, yes, I agree, was particularly poor. Why was he so evil and so intent on hurting our characters? I don't understand Negan's plan at all. Did he mean to drop the map? What if he had just got shot? Yeah. It made me laugh when Luke returned and asked if his pals were okay. Connie and Kelly and Magna, but totally forgot Yumiko. Aww. Yeah, maybe they just never vibed. Um, <laughs> they never really clicked that well, yeah. Oh, devil's advocate. <laughs> I agree with Jason that Mercer only decided to fight at the end of Eugene's trial, and that's my issue. I think it would have made a better story if he had been biding his time and planning his move. I'm really worried how little time there is left to give us a satisfying ending, but fingers crossed. 
Interesting. 90-minute finale, so. 90 minutes. <clears throat> Mark Nichols says, I screamed out loud when I saw Luke. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was so happy for Lucy. Oh. She only had to mourn Lance for one episode, and her first love comes back. It was oh. so exciting. Still Thanks. makes me curious as to what really went down at Oceanside, but not sure they'll ever show it again. Must be a tough place to film. They've not shown it much in the last few years. Mm. I did like your debate about Mercer, but I think he's been planning this for a while. He was suspiciously missing for a few episodes at key moments. I think he's built an army up and getting ready for this fight. I love the parallels to the lineup with Negan and Annie. Yes, this was weak writing, but I still, but I was still tense as can be. Mm. I don't know if it was a week. I don't, I I don't know if it's weak. I don't know if I consider that weak. Anyway, but that's, you know, we don't have to have the same opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. That last line with Mercer got me up and screaming at the TV. I was ready for more. So much story to wrap up in these last two weeks. I can't wait to see how it all ends. Excellent. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. I'm so happy that you were happy. Mark will be in San Francisco, too. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to meet you, Mark. Um, yeah. Sean says, greetings, king and queen of the Zed Head army. Why, thank you. Um, <laughs> greetings to you. Uh, what an absolute roller coaster of emotions this episode was. To keep it simple, even though we already knew there was a 0% chance of Negan dying, I still was very nervous to watch that portion of the episode. What a tool for throwing his pregnant wife in the mix. However, I believe Negan did some real source... Oh, fuck me. I sound drunk. Sorry. <laughs> However, I believe Negan did some real soul searching after this happened knowing he's dealing with a former version of himself and hope this will develop his character further as we explore his and maggie's relationship in the spin-off finally is it weird that i now have an action-packed man crush on mercer what a perfect way to deliver such a line during one of the most high stakes moments of the series thank you for running this podcast for all of these years I'm a new listener, but I've already cleared through season six on the backlog as well as season 11 when I found you. I don't get to talk about The Walking Dead with anyone anymore, so it's really nice to have people I agree and disagree with. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Welcome to the tomb. Uh, What do you say? Hold on a second. Oh, a man crush on Mercer. I mean, how could you not? How could you not? The man's Mercer? an absolute yeah. tank. He's like the rock <laughs> of the zombie apocalypse. Like, what? <laughs> He's just Mr. Cool, too. He is. Uh, Alma Contreras says, oh my fucking God, this episode was hella good. First off, Luke. Boy, was he a sight for sore eyes. I've always liked this character. So now we know what happened to Oceanside. Oh, Somebody had posted uh, in one of our chats, if you had to lose Luke or um, Lance, who would it be? (laughs) Right? And I picked, do you know who I picked? I'm going to say... You, you would lose Lance because I feel like you and Luke would get on really well in real life. <laughs> mm. Well, that's that's pretty much right. I mean, I said on the show, I'd yeah. rather have Lance. Yeah. Because even though they're both great characters, he Lance edges out Luke, I would say, oh, yeah. for an interesting character. Uh, Luke's great, too, though, because he's really different than a lot of the other characters. So mm-hmm. I like that. But Lance just tops it. But in real life, fuck Lance. I wouldn't even want to have anything to do with him. <laughs> I'd rather be friends with Luke. I sure. think like Luke is like what you would be like in the zombie apocalypse sometimes. Maybe I feel a like, bit, yeah, yeah, I feel like he's like, yeah, we'll like do a podcast and stuff. It'll be really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean... I could never yeah. pick. It's a real, a real tough situation. <laughs> um, I think dog. I would probably go the same way as you, though, and say like for the show, yeah. Lance is needed and was good for what he gave the show. But in real life, well, Josh, no, I'm just Josh, yeah, 
<laughs> my answer is Josh. Um, and thank you very much to Jill, who was at Rhode Island Comic Con and got me a little video from Josh. So yeah, I'll definitely. Oh Josh. yeah, that's Yay. so cool. And he seemed to still remember. That yeah, there was fear in his eyes. <laughs> part of, no, no. Well, he he said something about being on air with you or something yeah he's like maybe next time we'll talk not on the phone i mean that's not what he said but i'm gonna pretend that's how i interpret it (laughs) in my hotel room yeah then he gave me his number that didn't happen either um yeah i think i'm with you for the show uh but in real life luke's probably a nicer person to hang around with yeah it would be it would be dangerous for me to say i could fix or change lance like women that's a toxic behavior (laughs) like don't do that i'm sure you have that impulse somewhere deep down but you have to just not not yeah i judge people for loving (laughs) megan and then i'm like i could fix hornsby and it's like no 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 you (laughs) couldn't lizzie that's terrible that's hypocritical uh okay so alma goes on sorry alma so now we know what happened to oceanside i'm so glad aaron and them found out about oceanside before it was too late yeah that's true Mm. maybe that's what somebody said lisa meant earlier Mm. that they didn't have to go there and get killed first um can't go there and get killed first (laughs) and then find out and then find out it wasn't just like that they didn't have to travel a couple miles further. Uh, meanwhile, at Alexandria, a.k.a. Outpost 22, they showed more of our peeps slaving away. It was really nice seeing Nabila, Magna, and Princess. Though I'm not going to lie, I was totally on edge the entire episode. I was thinking, oh no, this is it. People are going to start dropping. Yeah. I have two questions. Where the heck are all our kids? And why was little Herschel the only kid tied up in the house? That's yeah, a that good was, question. It was what a really good question. He was clearly the there? most annoying kid. He would I shut up. I guess so. I mean... It's like babysitting 101, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only part of this episode that I thought was a downer or thumbs down was that court scene. I was mm. just not interested. Okay, now I know y'all don't like Negan. I like the little bit with him. When the warden was trying to get him to throw someone under the bus in exchange for saving his own skin and Annie, I was praying, don't do it, Negan. For a quick second, I thought he was going to serve up Zeke. Ezekiel totally voiced how a lot of the Negan haters think. But my boy Negan came through once again and sacrificed himself for our people, a step closer towards true redemption. I love how they all came together right then. And thank you, Daryl. I was totally not expecting him jumping the warden. Who this episode was chock full. I really look forward to hearing y'all's thoughts. I mean, I totally do agree that Negan, I mean, you're going to sacrifice yourself to save everyone else. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I'm that nice of a person. I'd probably be like, oh, right. no. <laughs> what a bummer. <laughs> like, oh, well. This really sucks. Oh, oh well. So Make sad. the best of it. Oh, well, you know. Um, <laughs> Rinaldi says, I enjoyed this episode, but man, oh, man, Negan acting like a spoiled brat because Ezekiel doesn't like him or Ezekiel doesn't care that Negan's a father. In the words of Lucy of Walking Dead cast, nobody cares, Negan. I mean, true. Um, also, Negan being super observant about how the warden operates, which is one positive thing I like about Negan. He's incredibly observant and can be clever, but then immediately decides to make a deal with the warden despite knowing the warden can't be trusted. That is such piss-poor writing and mm-hmm. makes Negan look so stupid it's frustrating. JDM Good is point. playing the character extremely well. Yeah, you know what? I don't have a problem with how he plays the character. It's the character no, that I have an issue with. Um, yeah. But the writers are clearly trying to emotionally manipulate Jason and others in his camp to fully accept Negan and ignore his past actions. And it's to the detriment of the writing for Negan. Yes, I agree with this. Um, 
This is why I'm not excited for the Maggie and Negan spin-off, and I'm sorry about my negativity to the pro-Negan camp, but Ezekiel is 100% right. Negan showing 100% remorse, Negan hasn't even demonstrated that on the show, shouldn't make him friends with our characters. There's no reason for Negan to even get a chance to form any friendships with the main characters involved in the Saviour War. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree with that. In the comic, hopefully you guys will forgive me for saying something that happened in the comic, but Negan was much more um, straightforwardly remorseful for his actions in the yeah. comic. Yeah, definitely. And, and proved himself to have changed, which I'd say Negan here has on the show has done too. Mm-hmm. Um, proved himself to change, to you know be trustable and everything. But um, anyway, in the comic, he was much more remorseful. And they what they did was they said, okay, you don't have to stay in prison and we're not going to kill you, but you are banished forever. Yeah. And Negan was banished and he did not, take part in any of the stories from that point on nope and maybe yeah. towards the very very end they, he might have put in an appearance i forget but yeah so that's how they dealt with him they were like all right y- y- you know here's our mercy get the hell out of here we don't ever want to see you again <laughs> go <Gonk> get <laughs> um this is why that's the paragraph already read the writers then tried to make Negan a hero by dying for his wife any good husband would die for the wife why is this considered special this is just a rehash of the episode here's Negan an amazing episode in my opinion unless Lucy's mocking bad writing voice oh my god what voice is that it's an illusion <laughs> to Glenn's death and now Negan will fully know how Maggie felt the day Negan killed Glenn and that will help him fully process his actions and express full remorse I hope I did that justice. <laughs> um, that story <laughs> point is lame and saccharine and is relying on Fear the Walking Dead level writing. If the writing for Negan is at that level, then I don't care about Negan expressing full remorse. It's not worth anything in that context and diminishes his character. Case in point, is anyone moved by Sherry's traumatic stress from Negan coercing her to sleep with him in fear? Lucy, are you 100% emotionally moved by Sherry's traumatic story on Fear the Walking Dead? I rest my case. No, uh, I side with horses. I believe horses. <laughs> <laughs> no, that bums me out too, Rinaldi, because I think it, it was a chance to really explore that and they blew it <laughs> as, as predictable. I mean, I was affected by Sherry's, like... Origin, the, the, first, the first few beats of her story. She wanted to yeah. go back and kill him. That seemed like, okay, they're confirming that she wasn't just like oh okay well he's kind of handsome i'll go with him you know she was like he's my husband now yeah 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 absolutely um finally rinaldi says other than that the episode was good uh, and i'm looking forward to these last two episodes finally mercer is going to take action to stop pamela and change the commonwealth also luke is back lucy Mm -hmm. it's gonna be okay luke is alive (laughs) knock on wood if Luke dies, knock on wood, no, I can give you a high five in San Francisco. I shall both look forward to and dread that, Rinaldi, because I hope he does not die. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it'll be nice Thanks, to meet Rinaldi. you. Thanks, Rinaldi. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to meeting Rinaldi. We kind of had a back and forth about Negan that got a little heated, but I appreciate all your few points rinaldi i get kind of i turn into an asshole about negan sometimes sorry about that <laughs> he brings out all our assholes <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> so to speak so to uh, speak karen she karen she says i feel like i'm watching a different show than everyone else because i can't seem to enjoy these last few episodes i mean that's uh, there's definitely people feeling that way and remo was one of them and um and when she came on and guessed it and expressed that that we got like three or four people saying, oh, I'm so glad you said what you were saying about the Commonwealth. Cause I'm yeah. feeling the same way. And I think I'm crazy. So you're not alone, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
She goes, I loved episode 20's variant a couple episodes ago, but something about the writing and pacing feels off to me now. I'll never blame the actors because they're always fantastic. I mean, JDM really made me feel for him when he was begging for Annie's life. Me too. Mm. And Christian Serrato's distressed as Mama Bear Rosita was palpable. But some plot armors are so thick and situations feel contrived. The common troopers were ruthlessly beating the prisoners for asking questions last week, but now they don't open fire on Zeke or anyone when they step out of line. Hmm. I've never watched the show just to see who dies next, but AMC has really undermined its biggest franchise here with the announcement of spinoffs and not letting the cast and crew know that season 11 was its last season until they were well into writing it. Everything feels padded out. Carol and Maggie rehashing the same conversation as last week, yet rushed. As Randy Stevenson points out in your immediate reaction on YouTube, if anyone important dies now, the audience and the characters won't have time to really process and react to their deaths. Mm. Sorry to rant. What's frustrating is that we know this show can do better and has done better and reaching at reaching thrilling heights before. Maybe your mileage varies, and I'm hoping you make me appreciate these episodes more, as you usually do. I still look forward to watching the finale with many of you in San Francisco soon. Yay! And what I do know and love is Jason, Karen, Lucy, Rima, Derek, and all the other hosts for their work on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead cast is inextricably tied to my Walking Dead experience. For years, you guys have enhanced my enjoyment of the show, even if your opinions challenged my own. That means even though you were dumb and I didn't agree with you. (laughs) Even though you're shit. (laughs) Sometimes. She goes, I appreciate having to recontextualize and reexamine my thoughts and feelings about the episodes. Hmm. As we've heard from the last few listener feedbacks, we really cherish and appreciate this thoughtful, fun, and safe space to geek out about our beloved show. You've been in my ears during boring work hours. You're with me on commutes and slogging LA traffic. Oh, that's the worst. Or -hmm. when I go on nature walks, you, Karen and Lucy wish me well when I was in the hospital recovering from surgery and a bunch of Zed heads reached out on social media too. that moved Mm -hmm. and strengthened me more than you'll know. Thank you. Thank you for all that you've done for the Zed heads. Don't get bit. Oh, Karen. Karen's been great. With her feedback and friendship too. Oh, absolutely! Can agree more. Met a couple of times and hung out, and so thoughtful about everything and smart. Yeah, you've helped us recontextualize things sometimes. Oh yeah, thoughts too. Our podcast on Minari was one of my favorites. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. We should do another thing with Karen sometime. Mm, That'd be amazing. All right, we're gonna do some calls, and then there's some more messages to read that are more general i think great Um, so here's we got a bunch of calls here's randy hey lucy jason and the rest of the zed heads this is randy randy i know i promised you seven minutes in zombie heaven (laughs) but i'm currently in a car chase with a guy who claims to know who my real father is no way i'll have to come back to that oh shit (laughs) i enjoyed this episode (laughs) it was wild to see a courtroom scene in the show Mm-hmm. Uh, what's interesting about it, though, is while it appears civilized, it was no different than what the sweater model warden was doing at the work camp. <laughs> it's still <laughs> one person making a decision about another's life. Um, Pamela's choosing for Eugene and the warden mm-hmm. is choosing for Negan and eventually for everyone. Uh, Pamela's just doing it with a bit more uh, theatrics and with a much larger cast. Uh, the warden uh, mock turtleneck is doing it the traditional walking dead way, but the result is the same. 
Uh, I just thought that was an interesting juxtaposition of the two realities. Um, well, okay, the guy I'm chasing just made it over a drawbridge before it went up, so it looks like I'm going to have to jump it. So I'll uh, talk to you guys later. <laughs> Don't get bit. <laughs> by doing my voice further away, it implies that I dropped my phone. Yay. <laughs> I love that, Renan. Uh, Renandi? Renandi. Randy. <laughs> Renandi. Uh, that's God. Randy and Rinaldi put together. <laughs> Renandi. That's your new name. Uh, that's wonderful, if Randy. You guys are a couple now. <laughs> Yeah, you've got a couple name now, so <laughs> guess you are. <laughs> You'll have to have a drink in San Francisco. Yeah, um, yeah, that was amazing. I love that. I mean, basically, yeah, it's just these people are exercising undue control, you know, mm. over our people. That's typically you don't want that. <laughs> no, not at all. That's when trouble starts. Thank you, Randy. That was awesome. All right, here's Bro. Jessica. Yay. Um, this is Jessica from Georgia. I would like to say thank you for everything that you guys have done and all that you continue to do for us. Um, I love the fact that you put guest hosts on. I love the fact that anything I know that I want that I need to start watching is already on Podcastica. So amazing. I will go to my phone and I will scroll and be like, okay, I need to watch this show and this show, this show. So I appreciate that. Um, I love that you created a tribe within a tribe. That is super cool to me, how we can all connect because um, we all have different backgrounds and everything like that. Um, I'm just grateful for it. Now on to this episode. Okay, Lucy, you lost a man, you gained a man. <laughs> and I did. I did. what I am very confused about is how did we get thrusted forward? Because I was like, oh, snap, everybody's here, which we already assumed that everyone was here but I was just like so why don't we just go ahead and take over the place I don't know maybe this is just me yeah you know I am uh, really just getting tired of people trying to tell our people oh this is how it's gonna be Mm. but in the same instance I know that we don't have any better but you don't have to oppress people either Mm -hmm. yeah that's just me but um I'm grateful for the podcast, guys. I'm grateful for all of the people that are on here. I will not be going to San Diego. I have family coming in. That is going to be a cluster. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much. And y'all are amazing and wonderful. And if anybody doesn't appreciate you guys like we do, you can just drop the address to my email. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. That's Jessica, amazing. We've had that offer before. That's and... amazing. Yeah, drop your yeah, Jason will give me your email and I'll be in touch. There's a few. Um if you can do international, that'd be great. Uh right. <coughs> yeah. I just sent her your email. So no, Yeah, that's great. We'll just we'll, we'll hook up that way. Thanks. That's lovely. Thank you. I feel very unworthy of all of these amazing compliments, but thank you anyway. Yeah, that's really nice. And she echoed what Randy was saying. Basically it's all about fascism, you know, and authoritarianism. And that was what Negan was before, like for Mm -hmm. two full seasons, just oppressing our people. And that's, I guess, a big theme in The Walking Dead, too, that I hadn't really thought about so much before. Yeah. It's almost what the termites were saying. You either kill or be killed, isn't it? You either become the monster or persecuted by the monster. Yeah. And with them, they, they wouldn't really try to force you to do what they wanted you to do. They would just eat you. They would force but, you to um, be cooked how they wanted you to be cooked. Yeah, yeah still bad. Rare. 
medium rare, well done, blue. <laughs> Over easy. All right, let's talk. Let's hear from Nathan from Australia. Hey, Lucy and Jason. It's Nathan calling in from Sydney, Australia, with just a couple of points about uh, episode twenty-two. Um, first of all, you guys mentioned that you didn't think there were any train tracks near Alexandria, but I did think of that time that Dwight killed Tara's girlfriend Denise, and I'm pretty oh, sure that shit. was by some train tracks nearby. Yeah, it was. Um, another thing, I agree with you guys. It was almost funny when Maggie burst into the room to save Herschel and shot that common trooper <laughs> in like 0.3 seconds. I don't know, you're like taking a man's life. You'd think you'd take at least 10 seconds to figure out who they were. You never know. They could have been just babysitting Herschel. And- you know, I mean, one thing that helps explain that happened is it wasn't Maggie who shot him. It was Carol. So, Oh, what? You know. Oh, I thought it was Maggie I as well. I think so. Yeah, I'm I'm like, I have to go oh, back shit. and watch, but that sort of helped explain it. Oh, Look at did... the flowers, bitch. <laughs> Look at the flowers. <laughs> Could have been a lovely person, but no, they're out of this world now. Um, another thing, well, <laughs> I was there doing the trivia with, with you guys, and it was oh. so nice to meet so many of you before we meet up in um, San Francisco in a couple weeks' time, or in one week's time now. Oh, my God. Um, and you guys were saying that you didn't think anyone got the question about the baby from the Whisperer camp, but I would like to correct you and let you know that I um, did get that question right. Thank you very much. Ooh, Nathan! Um, and, yeah, I just generally wanted to say thanks so much uh, for the podcast you do. Even though I've only more recently come across you guys, it's been a pleasure listening to you every week and sending in some feedback. So, yeah, thanks so much. All right, without further ado, here's my zombie sound. Whoa. <laughs> okay, wow. I was at uh, my friend's wedding last night and I did a lot of shouting and I've sort of lost my voice <laughs> and I don't think that helped. It sounded like there was an echo in there. Yeah. That was, that was I think good. we owe you uh, a drink, Nathan, for getting that wrong about yeah, yeah. baby Adams. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll buy you a beer, mate. <laughs> I'm seriously impressed by that zombie sound. That was amazing. I know. It was good. Thanks, High man. production value. <laughs> Yay. Here's our good friend, Lara Willie Swink. Lara. Hello, Jason. Hello, Lucy. Hello, Walking Dead extended family of co hosts, Zed heads, and listeners. This is Lara calling with my feedback on Faith. Um, It's been a minute since I sent in (laughs) feedback. I've been listening to this and so many of the other podcasts in the Podcastica family, but I've always been about a week or more um, behind on episodes. And with the end drawing nigh, I thought I would finally catch up and send a few thoughts. But uh, first of all, I just wanted to say this podcast has sustained sustained me through many lows and highs of the shows. Um, this last one third of the season kind of being one of the lower ones. Mm. Uh, but Lucy and Jason's um, episodes have been great. The Lance death episode had me in absolute stitches. And <laughs> lately, I've actually found the podcast to be a little more interesting than the show itself. Oh. Um, not only have I appreciated this podcast, but Jason supported the community and encouragement of a larger family of podcasters that has bloomed um, from this podcast into this fantastic network of great entertainment podcasts is just so great. Wanted to thank him for all the work he does on that. I started listening to the podcast, oh, probably after the the fall of the prison Mm -hmm. in season three, I think. Um, But 
you know, my husband watched it with me at the time, but he's not one to like go in depth into discussing shows. And I just really wanted to talk to someone about it and went on to Apple Music, found this podcast, and I've been with the show and the podcast ever since. Yay. So on to this episode, sadly, the streak of exposition and hokey dialogue kind of continues here, but yay, Mercer's been playing the long game. Thank mm-hmm. you, Mercer. I thought for a second that you were going to basically sit around and do nothing, but hey, yeah, let's <laughs> fuck shit up indeed. Pamela gets a Razzie for the worst actress of the year. She was so obviously fake. Plus, was the technology around in 2010 for anyone to alter a voice or even no. edit together something that convincing? No. I don't know what she was talking about. That testimony <laughs> was paper thin, but I guess that's the point. There's no fighting the law in the Commonwealth. Um, in the Commonwealth prison camp, the prisoners are given numbers instead of names. And I noticed that that's very similar to how the savior prisoners were treated, um, just getting letters on their jumpsuits. So uh, karma's mm. a bitch, Negan. Uh, if Annie's going to meet this baby, she needs to stop being reckless and rushing into the fray. Yep. I'm sure being thrown on the ground when it was definitely a no-win situation is not the strongest, brightest idea. No. Love getting to see Connie and Daryl team up. Um, whether we ship them or if that ship has sailed, just like when we see Daryl with Dog or Daryl with Judith, he seems to soften when he's around yeah. Connie and kind of saddens me that Daryl cashed in his V-card to loser Leah <laughs> rather than our charming and considerate Connie. But oh, yeah. who knows where that relationship is going. Uh, did that Commonwealth soldier prisoner who was talking to Ezekiel and Negan look a little like Anakin Skywalker in that black cloak. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of popped in my head. And uh, was really glad to see Ezekiel having a moment to shine because he yeah. is that inspirational leader oh. that the group needed to stand up against the Commonwealth. Well, one more, two more, two more episodes to go. I don't know. Somewhere in there. We're getting close. And I can't wait to see how this all wraps up. But more than anything, um, I'm going to be missing this podcast. But I will follow you on to the next one with The Last of Us. And um, thank you for everything you guys have done. Cheers. Oh, and um, I I think a long, long ago when I first called in, I left a zombie sound. <laughs> but um, let me try and give it one more go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, People are still leaving zombie sounds 12 years later. I love it. <laughs> Lara is one of the longest serving listeners, I think. That's right. That we have. Um, yeah. And she and is she's... fantastic done some podcasting herself and sandman sure, right well yeah she guested on sandman a couple of times yeah um but uh what was i gonna say oh did daryl lose his v-card to leah i think so really yeah, yeah maybe so you never yeah. know though but maybe yeah strong strong v-card vibes from daryl in the first can you imagine seasons. what that was like <laughs> like, did Leah just take charge? Oh, God, you took my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure about this. Shut up. I don't know. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Dog That's just horrible. in the corner, like, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, uh, right, now anyway, I feel it. Love, 
love sorry thanks laura thank you laura judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love you so much. All right. Here's good old Steve Brown. Steve Brown. Hello, Walking Deadcast. This is Steve, and this is for uh, next episode, Faith. This is the most hopeful monologue we've heard from Judith, I think. I love that quote from uh, she quoting Wick. Quoting, quoting Rick about mercy over wrath. I love it. Oh, this can't be good. Negan's wife being wrestled down by this trooper. He still had Josh Hamilton's name in the credits. It's Luke and Jules. So no need to see Oceanside. We just got the skinny on what happened there. <laughs> I just said the skinny. They got at least one supporter. Somebody, free Eugene. Well, that's good to know that the baby is still kicking. Oh, it looks like Lydia's going to go walker and whispering. That's right. Mercer may not know about the people that were taken. We haven't even heard anything from Mercer. We've just seen him in this episode. Okay, so Mercer does know, and he refuses to help. That's right. Ezekiel and the kingdom were under the the Savior's thumbs for way longer than Alexandria, right? Mm -hmm. He saw Negan do terrible things. Powerful words, Eugene. Powerful words. Well, I guess we get to find out what Negan told. uh, What's the, the warden? They're pulling everybody out in the middle of the night, so. Oh, are they gonna shoot? Are they really gonna shoot Annie? So the kids are here in the same place. Oh, and Carol with the quick shot to the head. Okay, so some of the kids are somewhere else. This was just Herschel. Oh, was that just a variant zombie that picked up that knife? Oh, torture by zombie. Rosita. Mercer's going to save Eugene, isn't he? He is, right? Come on. Oh, and Mercer gets the F word this time because he's stepping up. It's about time, man. Hell yeah. But nobody said faith. Not that I heard in the whole show. So, all right. Next week. Yeah. (sighs) I don't even know why that was called Faith. We didn't really talk about it. I thought it would have something to do with Gabriel, but I am um, I'm so impressed that Mercer's line was so iconic that nobody has mentioned you me down shit tunnel, which I personally thought was just as iconic of a line, but you know. <laughs> well, that was like the first thing you and I talked about. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> it sounds I mean, like it butts. was like I, my my thought was, what a sweet talker. Yeah, I know. You, me, don't shit tunnel. Yeah, don't oh, shit Leah, tunnel. Leah taught you well. <laughs> <laughs> His idea of romance. His um, idea of romance. Well, he did, what did he do? Throw a fish at Leah's door the other time? He's come off. At least right. he's using words. <laughs> I, I kind of love that. Um, so, Steve, I, I mean, how's he going to do the live, Steve, for the finale? Maybe he'll just stand up front with a microphone and just talk during the episode. You know, I would actually pay to see that. I think that would be quite entertaining. <laughs> Performance art. No, we can't have that. We can't have that. All right. Let's move on to Robin. Robin. Hey, Jason and Lucy. It's Robin. A little bit late. I hope I get this in on time. You did. Um, interesting episode for me some of the things in it were a little bit meh first mm. of all lucy congratulations that luke is back thanks we're very happy exciting for you um <laughs> but uh, were he and jules wandering around in the woods for for days for weeks for months how long has all this time been since the um big cliffhanger of um, Lance trying to decide what to do and them just going, yeah, um, we got taken over and they told us to go away um, is really kind of underwhelming after all that big, you know, to do mm. about the flipping coin and all that. Um, but, you know, 
it, it, the timeline has really got me a little bit confused at this point because of them just wandering around in the woods. Uh, the trial was kind of meh. I don't know. I don't know what I expected. Seems a little yeah. rushed. Seems a little silly. Um, I don't know. Uh, and I was so glad that they used the the um, sewers, brought it back from when Carl was sick. But I, I guess I had forgotten just how big and how clean those sewers are for such a little a little town. Um, and I can understand why JDM was pissed about the reveal that he was yeah. going to be in a spinoff because the scene with him on his knees could have been breathtakingly suspenseful mm -hmm. and it wasn't because I started to get oh my gosh what are they going to do and then I was like oh yeah he's going to be okay but then I thought oh my god they're going to kill Annie and his child and that's what's going to get him you know on the road with Maggie um, but then I thought, would they kill a pregnant woman? I don't know. But then I thought, oh, no, this is it for Ezekiel. Are they going to kill Ezekiel? Oh, and then kind of disappointingly, um, everybody just, I mean, it wasn't disappointing that they all stepped up. But they all stepped up and the whole thing was over. But my girl Rosita, Rosita yes. occasion, decided that she wasn't taking any more from that, that uh, warden and he wouldn't tell her what she wanted to know about her baby, and so she killed him. Hell yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Um, I feel like it's all a little bit underwhelming, a little bit rushed, but hopefully, I guess we've got two more left. Um, hopefully it'll be okay. Um, but anyway, till next week. Thanks. Bye. I love the realism of Robin's hopes there. I hope it'll be okay. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope it'll be okay. I hope it will be better than okay, but also I do hope it will be okay. Okay, at least okay. Would be good. I think yeah. she was um, peeling off her wallpaper while she was leaving that message. So good, <laughs> good on the multitasking. <laughs> Excellent. Well done, Robin. It's always good to hear from you. Just kidding. I agree with everything you said pretty much. I mean, I don't know. Is it underwhelming because no one died? Do you, are you feeling that way? I can't no decide. I keep thinking I feel that way and then I'm so relieved when they don't that I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel like there was a sweet spot for death, like in the middle part of the season. Whereas now I feel like, let's just all get through this unscathed. <laughs> like, yeah. That's my aim it's, now. I know. I yeah. I don't. Yeah, I I understand that because if no one dies, then it just feels like Disney or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> the stakes are low. But um, yeah, it's almost the end. Like, I I'm into the positivity now. I don't need. I don't need to be stabbed in the heart right at the end here. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I think that's you. how I feel. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. I understand it. I understand it. You you know, we're we're here for the drama for sure. Absolutely. <sighs> okay, let's move on to Zombie Thomas from Arizona. Zombie Thomas. Ah, hello, Jason and Lucy. <laughs> this is Thomas from AC. <laughs> uh, I called a couple weeks ago. <laughs> And if you remember, there was a knock at my door. Oh, shit. There was a knock at your door. And well, uh -oh. I got bit. <gasps> no. But rest assured, I, I am not variant. <laughs> I am what you call a talker. <laughs> talker. And I would like to... Yeah, I read. Just so you know, there's two you more minutes cool. left of this. <laughs> you think I would get fooled 
eating so many people. <laughs> but I really don't. Uh, anyway, since I've already given you my zombie sound, I'll give you a people sound. Hi. Hey, Thomas. This was an incredible episode. Like one that will be in the books. I think this was the best episode of the season. Nice. In Love the past it. three years, I can remember when everyone gathered to make the human shield around Negan, I was like, do they have the guts? Are they going to kill them all? And I was excited that they were, but then they didn't. But I was okay with that because then Dale Earl came through and just stabbed the guy. And <clears throat> I jumped out of my seat when Mercer came with like the best line of the season. Oh, yeah. And to see Herschel and um, Negan's wife is alive. So it seems to be safe for a lot of the people that I thought were going to be kaput. It looks like a lot of the theories I had myself are going to be put to bed. Um, I, I just love that we have this turning point, but I don't know what to expect mm -hmm. in the most wonderful way. Ah, um, nice I'm supercharged up for the last two episodes, and I hope this is a turning point for the show. I know it's a little late, but I'll take it. So I'm excited. I'll see you guys in a few weeks. You will. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, when we see you, we're going to expect you to be, you know, putrefied and <clears throat> oh yeah, have your tongue falling out. And yeah, we're talking so, like bits but, falling off. Yeah, but it's a safe space, so you'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> that was a good people sound. Perfect. At spot on, no notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's Jason from Fort Worth. Y'all, this is Jason from Fort Worth, Texas, calling in again for episode 22. Yay. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. <gasps> hey. I am not a religious man, but there is a phrase that goes, the Lord giveth and the <laughs> Lord taketh away. <laughs> the Lord taketh away your lance, and did. now the Lord giveth you. You're Luke. Hallelujah. So I call to rejoice with you. <laughs> also, you know, I know uh, Amen, a couple called in wanting death, but I haven't gotten any death yet. <laughs> so I started thinking about who realistically I think is going to go at this point. You know, we got two mm -hmm. episodes left. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, we talk about Gabriel, Aaron, uh, Jerry, Ezekiel, Rosita, everybody. We can't even count the people with the spinoff. So, you know, yeah. put them aside. Um, well, for one, I'm Puerto Rican, so due to the blood that flows through my veins, I am morally obligated to say that Princess is not going. She's going to make yeah. it. I think Mercer's mm -hmm. safe. I think um, at this point, I even think Father Gabe is semi-safe. Um, the only logical choice to me is Ezekiel, and oh. here's why. I think he can have a big heroic death. Kind of, He took a big stand. He's had some real good moments these past couple episodes. And he's not really tied to anybody. So he yeah. can have a big death. It would be like a big death in the show. But, you know, if Aaron were to go, you know, that leaves Gracie stranded. Gracie, Jerry's got a yeah. family, et cetera. You get where I'm coming from. But Ezekiel's kind mm -hmm. of a lone dude out there now. So he would have an impactful death, but it wouldn't like, you know, nobody else is really counting on him at this point. So... I think that's who it is. I'd love to hear what you guys think. And, uh, you know, long live Luke. Talk to you guys later. I oh. think you're right on. Yeah, I think you're on it. I think you're on it. I uh, also think Gabriel, though, 
could be a goner too. In my head, Aaron and Gabriel aren't safe. Yeah. But the thing is, Gabriel, Rosita, and um, Ezekiel have all outlived their comic book counterparts. Yeah. So I don't know. I just don't know. I don't, yeah, I mean, um, so did Shane. True, true, but not for as long, <laughs> I feel like. Not for as long. Because they, but, all, they yeah. all die in the Whisper War. Spoiler for the comic, yeah, sorry. I, I just don't, I mean, I don't necessarily that mean think that means they're going to make it through the end. Yeah, I don't know. But also, awesome that you're from Puerto Rico. I have a friend from there, and she is amazing. And I always like to hear from people uh, from that place, because it sounds amazing. Yeah, it's cool. Mm. All right, we got a couple more, three more calls. Here's Helen from Scotland. Helen! Hi, Lucy and Jason. It's Helen from Scotland. Helen from Yorkshire, living in Scotland. Lucy, I'm driving through... Uh, rural Perthshire this morning. No. The sky is an ominous, heavy, dark grey. Oh. Um, and it's 16 degrees, which is really warm, Jason. That's very Scotland warm. In November. That's very um, warm. And it is blowing a hoolie. Like blowing a hoolie? Down on the road. I have no idea what that means. Um, time to fuck shit up! Oh my god, uh, I'm so in denial. It doesn't feel like the end is uh, quite so nice. It is. Um, so yeah, I have no idea where it's going. Um, I desperately, desperately need to see Mr. Grimes, though. Oh, yeah. Um, meanwhile, Lucy's love life. I know. Lance leaves and Luke laughs. Lucky Luke. <sighs> I know, I know. That it's been a good giggle. week. I knew you'd be happy at that. <laughs> um, and this is my thank you for... Jason, Lucy, Karen, Rima, all the other people who have um, shared in recording the podcast. I found The Walking Dead. Um, I think I'd missed about four seasons, so I had a huge binge. I listened to all the podcasts at that time, um, and then I've watched it. Probably from about season five, as it's come out, listened to the podcast. There's been a rewatch in there somewhere, and I listened to podcast again um and it was a time or it, there have been times really in the last 10 years that my life has yeah. uh changed in directions that i hadn't anticipated and been a few dark times and i have to say that that escapism and listening to people laugh and analyze something that um i really love um has been wonderful so mm. thank you from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Um, I'm really excited. What day is it today? It's Friday. Um, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Six sleeps until I fly to San Francisco and then only a couple oh. of more sleeps until final time. I can't believe it. Okay. Um, wishing you both lots of uh, love and happiness this week and look forward to meeting you. Woo-hoo! We'll be seeing you soon. Thanks. Bye. Wow, so many people are coming to San Francisco. I know. So cool. I've got for anything, anything. I got three sleeps till I leave. <laughs> yeah. If you're hearing me, are you're 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 wishing you would have gotten your act together and come out, huh? Well, Hell yeah. if you go to podcastica.com/twd finale party, there's still tickets left. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
maybe you can get in on the fun. Uh, that was so nice, Helen. Thank you so much. That was much. wonderful. Blowing a hoolie means it's wild. Wild if it's blowing okay. a hoolie. A hoolie is, is like a... Is that only for weather or... Uh, a hoolie is like a, a raucous party. Okay. It can be a couple of things. It can be like, a, oh, we're going to have a hoolie. It's like we're going to have a wild one. So we will be having a hoolie in San Francisco. I <laughs> we'll be blowing a hoolie. <laughs> blowing a hoolie. <laughs> All right. Here is Jody. Woo. Hi, Walking Dead cast. It's Jody here. I've just watched The Walking Dead episode 22, and I just wanted to share just a couple of small thoughts. Um, okay, so to start off with, I am so viscerally offended that the Commonwealth is using our beloved Alexandria as a forced labour camp. Awful. That they've taken down the Welcome to Alexandria sign. That alone has me taking against them. I would take up arms right now. Mm-hmm. I'm also, <laughs> I'm going to use the word viscerally point, again, though. but I'm so angry that Mercer is presenting that he doesn't care that Princess has been taken to the labour camp. I thought he loved her. Like, I, I love her in a hetero way, and there is no way that I wouldn't go after her and try and rescue her. I oh, expected God, yeah. so much more from Kettlewell-loving Mercer. I'm so disappointed. I'm really loving that Connie and Daryl are a team again. She really, yeah. she sort of softens him but makes him strong at the same time, and she's just such a kick-ass lady that I just, I love her so much. I'm glad she's back. And the last thought I had was Eugene's speech was Rick Grimes telling Daryl he's his brother level everything. Oh, God, Sorry yeah. about my accent. I'm Australian, so I can't do an American <laughs> accent. That was all the thoughts I had. Um, I am really looking forward to hearing what you guys thought of the episode. Uh, I've been binging both the show and the podcast, so can't wait to hear what you guys think when I get there. Okay, Amazing. Bye. Yeah, she's hey, coming the farthest. She's in, she's in Georgia at the moment, I think. Oh, that's right. Doing yeah, snow. Doing some sightseeing, yeah. So exciting. That's cool. I think she went to, she's going to be at Nick and Norman's for the second to the last episode coming oh, up here. That'll be amazing. Pretty, pretty great tour, right? I want to go. Oh, to yeah. Tour. That sounds fucking fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. You just reminded me of that scene where Rick tells Daryl their brothers. I think that was right after Rick bit that guy's throat out. Mm-hmm. That was an incredible Walking Dead moment, in my opinion. One of the top moments in the show for me. Oh, yeah. That was wonderful. I mean, it was so a brutal, good. disgusting moment, but also a wonderful emotional beat, which is what the show does best, I think. Yeah. I mean, I meant more of the Daryl <laughs> yeah. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, sorry, but, I just got to get some throat out of my teeth. Keep going, yeah, though. <laughs> Keep talking. You're <laughs> 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 my brother. <laughs> Stringy. <laughs> All right, and finally we have our good friend, Franca. Franca. Hi, Jason, Lucy. This is Franca. I've been a listener since season three when I first discovered this show. This is more of a tribute voice message than it is feedback. Um, I wanted to let you know that all your observations, insights, and behind-the-scenes knowledge that you've shared with everyone has been important to me. Um, The show, to me, is the width and the height of Walking Dead, and you guys give it the depth. I've also been uh, Mm. part of some of the gatherings for the community. I've been to a few of the Walking Dead conferences and actually recently to Hershey Park gathering. Everyone Mm. is always so warm and um, welcoming and friendly. It's been a great, great group. Um, Sometimes I watch a show and I make certain, you know, unconsciously, make observations and then when i hear about it on on your podcast 
it becomes kind of conscious knowledge. I go, yeah, you're right. I was mm. thinking about that too. Um, anyway, I'm going to be seeing everyone in San Francisco. So I'm excited <gasps> to um, see people I've met before and meet some of the new voices that I've been hearing recently on your podcast. Since this is my first time calling in, here's my zombie growl. <gasps> Don't get bit. Bye. Oh, wow. Yay, yeah, I didn't even register that that was your first time calling in because, yeah, we, we've met a few times and she's a lovely person. And I'm really glad that you're coming to San Francisco and you can meet Lucy and everybody. Man, it's not going to be enough time to like get spend with everybody. We're going to need to do like speed dating. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Getting a long table and spend five minutes with you person. Excellent. It's funny. All right, let's move on to some email, and I think it's your turn. All righty. We have Lisa Gabbard, or Gabbard, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, hey, I would Jason say Gabbard. 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 Yeah. Uh, hey, Jason, Lucy, so great to meet you on the Trivia Night Saturday. It was nice to meet you too, Lisa. Uh, mm. Looking very forward to meeting you in San Fran in person. I'm just here to remind you, oh no, that actually someone did get the question about the member of our group who originated with the Whispers, and yes, that person was me, right? So Nathan. we now no, <laughs> we now owe Nathan and Lisa drinks. So if you just collect That's tickets right. on your way in, we'll buy a beer at the bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Work if they bought each other drinks. I think that would cover it. Right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like the queen. Cash. I don't carry cash, so uh, yeah. <laughs> Lisa says I really racked my brain and remembered the baby for some reason, which is funny because I only got 21 pounds of 40 points out of 48. LOL. I think you should have got more points for that question because it was bloody yeah. hard um take care <laughs> safe travels to you mostly lucy i'll take that to me know your favorite uh see you all next I think week it's because i'm already here <laughs> <laughs> you could get hurt you could trip yeah, you could there, like there could be like a get plane flat crash tire. flying onto my house <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah we'll buy you a drink i i yeah I, that yeah, was rude to everyone's gonna be up yeah. everyone's gonna be up like oh yeah i got that question right and i know, right. I know. we're gonna need it's to like, start saying proof we're gonna guys. find out everyone <laughs> got it right except for me and you daphne we will need to cross-reference <laughs> you know i actually got it right <laughs> too did you <laughs> yep oh, <laughs> just kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, i had no clue carrie massall abel says Jason and Lucy, our Connie ran 26.2 miles today. It's a tough course and she did great. She's a badass on and off screen. So I guess Lauren Ridloff ran a marathon. Holy shit, she's amazing. Ugh. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, Todd Hobie says, hello, Jason and Lucy. My name is Todd Hobie and I'm from Long Island, New York. I've rewatched the series at least four times already. Although on this rewatch, I'm also re-listening to your podcast as I do it. I am currently at season five, episode five, Deadcast episode 160. Wow. God, we've been going for a long time. Okay. Let me get started on the current episode. I love to see how the group is starting to all get back together. I love how they showed multiple groups in this episode and how they all got back together. Okay, let's go back eight years to Slab Town. Jason, you haven't changed a bit since you started this podcast. <laughs> I just have one question from 2014. After five seasons, every time you mention you guys mentioned AMC's Talking Dead, it seemed like you've never heard of it and can't even name the host. Is this a long-running joke between you guys? Thanks. And here's my walker sound. Grrrr, shit, grrrrg. <laughs> um, yeah, who, the, who's that guy? Jim or something? Chris Hardwick. Oh, yeah, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I have no recollection of any running joke or ever not remembering Chris Hardwick's name, but I also just, we've done, I've done like probably a thousand podcast episodes by now, so I really don't remember. I, but- I, 
Sometimes I think I should go back and listen to the old ones, but I never do. I was thinking how cool it will be for Nico and Bodhi to listen to them. Like maybe, or maybe they'll never give a shit. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. Is it's like, oh, <laughs> you know? like because like you hear like um, you know Tom Hanks's kids. They're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Here's Annie. Annie, stop slagging off my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant. No, <laughs> no, no. I wanted to. Uh, Todd said, "Slab Town, Jason, you haven't changed a bit since you started the podcast." I don't know what that means. Just why that mention, you're you're nice. You say the same. But why mention the title of an episode and then say you haven't changed? Because that's what he's listening to. He's listening to episode one sixty. Yeah, but what, what what did I not change since then? I'm curious. I need you must just sound forever youthful. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've gotten a lot more analytical over time, but I don't know. Anyways, Annie says, I wanted to start off by saying thank you for the podcast. Oh. Lucy is so funny and witty. Thanks. Anyway. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My husband, Negan, and I really love listening. <laughs> she says, Jason could host Talking Dead. You definitely have the personality and knowledge of the show for it, although I probably like your podcast more. Oh, thank you so much. I remember when that show first came on, and I felt jealous, I have to admit, because it didn't come out right away. It came well, out it, it in fucked like over, season three um, or something. It fucked over Chris, Chris and Jason, Jason already didn't it? had Talking Dead. Although they, you know, Chris was like still kind of mad about that, but they got so many more listeners because of that, just people looking for Talking oh, Dead yeah. with Chris Hardwick and finding their podcast, you know. And AMC <laughs> let them do it. Well, they, they they never came after them or anything. So. They never tried. Yeah. Yeah. All's well. All's well. <laughs> I would say. Uh, and his name's Chris too, so that helped confuse people. <laughs> um, anyway, she goes on. Every week you make The Walking Dead that much better by reviewing it. Oh. I've been watching the show since season one. My mom also got into the show that we bonded over. She was a huge Norman Reedus fan oh. and would have been so excited about his spinoff, which makes The Walking Dead universe that much more special to me. In 2020, I unfortunately lost my mom to cancer. Oh, buddy. So I don't get to experience it with her anymore. We always had planned on going to a con to meet the actors. My husband did that for me as a surprise this past year at Pandemic. I was there. Did, did, did you see me there? Listening to you guys talk helps me heal and fills a void as if I still talk to my mom about it. So thank you for being there. It touches people in ways you can't imagine. Oh, I'm oh, sorry about your mom. I'm so sorry, That's Annie. That's so sad. hard. Yeah, that's sad. But anyway, I'm glad you guys got to experience it together when you did. Uh, She goes on. Episode Faith was awesome. I was on the edge of my seat, screaming, crying, and laughing with excitement when Mercer ended it. It feels like it's picking up now. Our group can officially fuck shit up and make it right. That's right. Yes. Uh, Side note, Negan Negan doesn't deserve to be made a hero. I hope he gets what's coming to him and gets pissed on too. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for the spinoffs. I need me some more Rick Grimes in my life. Annie. Wow. Negan's wife is kind of harsh. Yeah, Negan's wife. There's (laughs) trouble at home. (laughs) Maybe needs to get some marriage counseling up in there. Um, Oh, Annie, that's a lovely email. It has actually... Talk to Gabriel, Annie. Yeah, maybe get in touch with Gabriel, see if you can like talk it out together. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine. He's really psyched to be... uh, married and stuff so i hear oh annie that's wonderful i'm i'm really glad you wrote in that's a really lovely email to yeah, receive thank you um fred weisinger 
says hey jason and lucy first thanks for all you've done with interpreting and sharing your own thoughts dreams hopes about the walking dead well i've only been listening to your podcast for the last year and a half i quickly came to love your shows so many great insights from you and your listeners it really made me think more about the themes and plots of each episode about faith i loved the storylines in this episode which of course needed excellent acting and the cast really delivered on that maggie and carol wondering if they've made good decisions ezekiel and negan having a heart to heart no forgiveness the warden threatening Negan in his office, Negan in the firing squad scene, Eugene's monologue subtly urging Mercer to act. Great work all around and especially by JDM. Hate the character but love the man. You asked how we felt about the show ending. To be honest, I don't feel all that sad. After 11 seasons, I think it was overdue and all the spin-offs are essentially continuing the stories of the main characters we care about. Honestly, I would have felt sadder if the show had had more consistently good writing over the years and hadn't stupidly stretched things out so many times. There are plenty of examples of great writing creating compelling shows. Handmaid's Tale, The Leftovers, even seasons 2 and 3 of Fear the Walking Dead come to mind. This final season of The Walking Dead has suffered in the middle and triumphed in the end, it seems. So I'm ready for this art to be done and crossing my fingers that the next ones will fare better. Looking forward to the final episode party in Oakland. We shall see you there, Fred. (laughs) Yeah, I can't argue with any of that. But Walking Dead had such a special place in my heart that I don't. I mean, and it has had so many amazing moments. Yeah, but yeah, it's there's been ups and downs. It's been uneven for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It is time to end it. I think. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Fred. Mark Nichols says, Jason and Lucy, thank you for all you've done with the podcast. I want to say what a treat it is and how excited I get every time a new episode drops. Yay! I was introduced to The Walking Dead eight years ago at a band contest. We took the band to the mall and one of my students showed me Compendium 1 at a bookstore. I purchased it it that day and completed it in a day. (laughs) I could not get enough. Then I binged all the episodes up to that point, maybe two to three seasons. I started watching it live, watched The Talking Dead afterwards, and even watched a season or two of Fear. Then life got busy and I got away from the show. I caught back up on the show during COVID and found myself wanting more. Then I stumbled onto your podcast. I've been a loyal listener since. I used to have an hour one-way commute to work each way and listen to as many old podcasts as I could. My son got old enough to watch and we started back on season one. That's cool. I I should do that with my son. That'd be kind of fun. That would be so sweet. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we could do, maybe he could be on the rewatch when we do. Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) I would listen along to all of your podcasts along the way and thought you and Karen were delightful. And now I've caught up fully and can say I've listened to every episode you have ever done. Holy shit. Even when you cover shows I've never seen, I find your commentary delightful. I feel like I'm checking in with old friends. I also get a common bond with you as no one else I know watches the show other than my son, but he's so far behind. I want to thank you and Lucy for being such a big part of my life. Thank Mm -hmm. you for all you do to take my brain away from my normal stresses as I escape with both of you for a few hours each week. I know what you do is hard and I want to say thanks for all the time you put into it. I truly can't say how excited I am to meet you both in San Francisco. I feel like I'm meeting celebrities. Thanks for all you do. Arg zombie sound <laughs> did we decide how much we're charging for meet and greets jason is it a hundred dollars two hundred we're paying five dollars per person yeah we're paying them <laughs> yeah so you gotta bring some bills <laughs> <laughs> i'll get some of the currency exchange yeah. oh mark that's awesome how Thanks, precious mark. to watch it with your son that's wonderful yeah that's cool looking mm. forward to meeting you in person mark Definitely. did one of those uh, instant reaction 
videos. That was fun. Of course, he was great. Yes, I remember that. All right, that's our show, episode 490. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'm, I'm so glad we decided to do these. Oh, they're great. Episodes. They're it's so great. very good for the end of the show here. We, You know, I had thought about maybe I should try to get interviews with a bunch of the actors, but I, I like this better. Yeah. It's more about the community, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, what are you yeah. doing Tuesday? <laughs> you want to record in person? Yeah, let's do that. Sounds good, hey? That'll be fun. We'll, we'll like be totally off, like yeah, stumbling like, oh, over each other. Oh, we forgot. We don't like each other. Delay. <laughs> we don't like each other in person. We're like, oh, it's so awkward. Uh, yeah. No, it's going to be awesome. I It'll can't be wait. so fun. Um, if you want to write in or leave us a message for, you know, the next episode or whatever you mm-hmm. want to talk about with your history with the show and everything like that, you can find our contact information at podcastica.com. While you're there, be sure to check out our other shows, such as The Handmaid's Tale coverage, and I think Dead to Me is going on as well at the moment. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale, yeah, just wrap, but I'm going to put out that uh, Bruce Miller interview as soon as I get a chance to edit it and, and feedback on the finale. The finale just happened. But um, I also want to mention Andor. I can't remember if I've Andor, been talking yes. that show up, but it's so good. It's a slow burn, but worth it, and it's just getting better and better, and Jonathan and James are super fun on their podcast. They're old friends you can tell and and it's delightful I, yeah i think Yay. i have been talking that up but i if you haven't like now they're happy that all these shows that just glut of shows over the summer mm-hmm. is over and people can go oh well, let me check out andor now because yeah let's check out something. it's quieted down a little bit yeah so i recommend it yeah it's cool. awesome different for star wars it's a different kind of thing there's fascism though that that seems to be a common thread in a lot of these shows oh, of course right. it's the empire um next episode of this podcast walking dead season 11 episode 23 family i like that title yeah uh, i want to mention this episode's made possible by patreon supporters like sadie wright who pledged their support at patreon.com slash jason Cabassi. so thanks to sadie she's awesome she guested with me on one of the tales of the walking dead episodes and, that was brilliant uh, i really enjoyed she's that just a very cool person um, I don't mention this all that much, but part of one of the perks for Patreon, I do a Patreon exclusive podcast each month called the Zed Head Show, where I bring in a new person or sometimes two from those who've pledged, and we come up with a pop culture topic. And this month, I'm talking with Rennie, who you might have heard in the book talk section of Dragon Cast with Kristen Arima. We love Rennie. Yeah, Rennie's awesome. And I've never podcasted with her, so I'm excited. We'll be talking about our all-time favorite TV show characters. Ooh, that's a good one. Recording in a few days here. All right, that is our show. Thanks for listening. Don't Don't get get bit, bit, Dave Dave Mason! Mason.